0: Welcome to this episode of Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess. I'm Eric. And I'm Angie. We are married with a ton of kids. We have six
1: kids total. He has three, and I have three. My name's Hallie, and I love riding horses.
2: I'm Lexi, and I love agriculture.
0: My name's Carter, and I love eating. My name's Chase, and I love lifting weights.
2: My name's Summer, and I love spending my parents' money. I'm Dane, and I love baseball.
0: Our show is about our blended, blessed, and always a mess life. And our hope is if you find yourself in the same situation we are in, that by sharing our story, all the fun and all the mess, the challenges we are experiencing, it will give you some inspirations, laughs, and community, knowing you are not alone in this mess.
1: We appreciate you spending time with us. Let's dive in.
0: Welcome to this week's episode, Planted, Blessed, and Always a Mess, where we are super excited this week because the book. Feathers Matters, what? real.
1: It's yes.
0: Tangible.
1: It actually happened.
0: You are officially an author.
1: I really can't believe it. I think this week has been such a high for me and has filled my cup in ways that I did not even imagine. There's something about actually receiving the books and holding them that it's like, oh my gosh, it's a almost a year in the making and it actually finally happened.
0: Super exciting because we had a really kind of a crazy week that started last Saturday morning a week ago. We're recording this on Saturday morning, so it'll drop tomorrow. And last Saturday morning was kind of crazy.
1: It was a little crazy, so (laughs) it's just funny to talk about, but uh, a little bit. If you've ever done this before, no. If you've ever lost a child or someone that just so so close to you, like you long to talk to them to. Get messages from them. And so I have actually talked to a medium twice. So they're not like crazy psychics that like fortune tell and read tarot cards. It's a person that can get messages from people that have crossed over. So I would have never done that before. But losing Hallie, there's just such a, a void and it's just interesting. It's so interesting. So I talked to one right after Hallie passed. And then recently a friend of mine was like, Hey, I just talked to this lady. She's really good. Like she knew so much stuff that it was just unbelievable. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm kinda wanting to see if Hallie's got anything specific for us. And so I set up a time for me on Saturday. But it turns out that the last minute I'm kinda like, Eric, do you wanna just join in and just listen to what this lady has to say? And it was an hour and a half.
0: <laughs> turned out it ended up being more for me than her, which was odd. But we that's not but for today. No,
1: but you guys just let us know if you want us to do a podcast about this. Because I do feel like people are really curious about it. And there's also people that are like, oh, God, that's like so weird. It's not really weird once you experience it. So you'd let us know if you want us to do a podcast around the medium that we talk to. But the whole point in sharing that was the one thing that she said... I have pages and pages of notes, but the one thing that's tied to feathers matter is she said, I know you don't want to decorate for Christmas, but you need to, the kids want to it be so good for them. And I don't want you to not decorate, which is kind of crazy because I literally that morning, like right before that, or the, when we went to bed that night, one of the things I had just said to Eric was, I do not feel like decorating. I just, there's nothing in me that's like oh let's put up the tree like i don't want to do it and so she called me out on that so anyway so monday night i come home from running kids everywhere and eric has the trees up which
0: super simple these days
1: our trees you can see it in the background for those that will share the video if we if we share the video haven't done that yet they're super easy, but I just walked in and summer's got Christmas music playing and there's just this energy, this positive energy with the kids and they're excited. And I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. We're supposed to decorate. Does that mean it was easy? No, I'm decorating one tree and crying my eyes out because we have ornaments that are for Hallie from last year. And it's just hard. It's hard to put your best foot forward and show up for everybody when there will forever, forever be a piece of my heart and soul gone that's not there with us. And so anyway, so we decorated. Tuesday, I go to St. Louis. I have all day meetings and happen to be in between one of my meetings. My phone rings and it's a 314 area code, which is a St. Louis area code. So I'm like, okay, this is weird. Probably something with work. So I answer the phone and... And the guy's like, Hey, you know, I'm delivery guy. I have, I need to verify. I have two different addresses for you. And I have a delivery, a large delivery. It's actually like two pallets of boxes. I'm not sure what it is. And I'm like, (laughs) Oh my God, it's my books. And he's like, okay. Uh, all right. And I'm like, no, you understand. Like I lost my daughter and I wrote this children's book and I've been waiting for it. And he's like, Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. Sorry for your loss, but I'm, I'm glad that I am able to deliver these to you. So here I know they're coming and I'm not home. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not home. And I have the rest of the day for meetings and running kids. I'm like, Oh my gosh. So that was just like instantly my, my heart was full. And then what was also amazing about it was that we had all our kids together Tuesday night for, to celebrate Carter's birthday, which is also rare to have everybody together. And then as I'm driving home, I'm thinking, oh my God, today's the seventh. Of course, it's a seven. It's almost like Allie's like, if you decorate and put that damn tree up, then I'm going to give you the books and get your family together. And it's going to be amazing. And it was. And it was, because I wasn't expecting the books. They were supposed to be delivered around the 15th. And so they arrived. We went and celebrated Carter's birthday. And then we came back home. And then we opened up the boxes. And it was just, it was so beautiful because the kids were clapping. They were all excited. And I could just take, I could take a deep breath.
0: Yeah. We're all so proud of the work that she put into this. This is a book that was born out of grief. Painful Beauty, as we call it, all the time. And I just remember probably about uh, three to four weeks after Hallie had passed, Angie made me go to work. She needed time alone. And when I got home, she had written a children's book. And it was like, wait, what? And, and it was one of those things where you know she was really able to dive into so many things to not just honor Hallie, but also help people moving forward with it, I think, is what's really so important about the book.
1: Right. It has a lot of meaning, and that's really what I want to dive into. I first want to start out, and I want Summer to read the entire book to you. So far, we've only shared snippets of it about her story, and because at the end, she her beautiful gift is revealed, and that's the part that we have not shared here. So we're going to have Summer join us and read the book. Hey, Summer B.
2: This is Feathers Matter by my mom, and she worked really hard on it, so I'm excited to read it to you guys, so let's get started. A strong-willed bird, Ange, dreamed of having a baby bird that she could teach to fly. One day, she discovered that she'd been gifted the chance to become a mama bird. Mama Ange spent months searching for the strongest twigs in the thickest mud to create the most durable nest. This nest would provide support and structure for her most precious gift. When the nest was finally ready, the fragile egg arrived. Mama Ange nestled and cared for the egg for many days and nights. She protected it from storms and predators, even putting her own life on the line at times to keep it safe and warm. On a cold winter day, the shell cracked open. A beautiful baby bird, Hallie, entered the world for the first time. Mama Ange was very protective of her new chick and took her role very seriously. She watched out for her to ensure Hallie didn't fall out of the nest. She worked hard to ensure her baby had enough food to eat. Mama Ange also made sure the nest remained strong through the winds and storms that came with spring. Over time, Mama Ange felt that baby Hallie had seemed special. She seemed braver and more instinctive than other birds. Hallie did indeed have a special gift, but it was up to her to learn what that special gift was and how to use it. As time passed, Hallie grew beautiful feathers. Then she started to take short test flights. On her flights, she made friends with many other birds. They would fly high and low together to practice for bigger flights ahead. Flying alone can be scary, but Hallie learned that flying with her friends could lift her up, even if she felt weak. Mama Ange noticed that Hallie would sometimes return from her adventures, missing some feathers. Sometimes Hallie lost feathers without even realizing it. Mama Ange reassured Hallie she was beautiful with or without her thick, bright-colored feathers. However, as a mama knows, it was more challenging to fly with fewer feathers. Sometimes that meant a bird couldn't fly at all. Mama and grew weary. As feathers continued to go missing, Hallie started to notice other birds lost some of their feathers too. She helped them learn how to become strong with fewer feathers, just as she had learned to do. Hallie began to prepare for her biggest flight ever. She had gained an unbelievable amount of strength through helping other birds fly. Her special gift was slowly being revealed to her. One day, Hallie realized who was plucking her feathers, the thief. The thief wanted to change who she was because he didn't like who he was. Hallie found the courage to share the truth about the thief with her friends that were also missing feathers. Through this, she gained the freedom to fly and gave the gift of strength to others. As Hallie got ready to take her big flight, Mama Ange cried and hugged her so tight. It would be a while before she would see her baby bird again. Hallie turned to her and said, Don't worry about me, Mama. I'm going to be okay. She spread her wings wide and her special gift displayed for her and all of those who love her. Hallie transformed into a phoenix. She became the forever light that always warms others. No matter how many times we get set back, the phoenix reminds us that we have the fire to heal and be new again. The Lord will not cause pain without allowing something new to be born. That's Feathers Matter. Go buy one in the link in the bio.
0: This episode of Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess is sponsored by the children's book Feathers Matter. As our kids grow up, they face challenges in their life, and knowing their self-worth and their value is crucial to face the headwinds. Purchase this beautiful story to read to your kids and grandkids and start the conversation with them at a young age. They are worthy, they matter, and their feathers matter. You can find the link to order on our com page. Mention code hashtag blessed for an autographed copy. She didn't really want to do that, but
1: <laughs> I wanted to record her reading it, so <laughs> bribery.
0: Also, we haven't done this yet. We we started recording the podcast through video last week, and we haven't shared that yet. We're working towards that. I guess we'll have to get like a YouTube channel for that, like a Blended Blessed YouTube channel or something. I don't know how it works. We
1: already have that.
0: Oh, okay. But you'll (laughs) notice now Polly has seated herself right between us. She wants to join. Behind on the couch. Mm So, okay.
1: Yeah. So now you've heard the entire book and the beautiful story revelation that Hallie turns into this amazing Phoenix that is the forever light to all of us. And I do want to go back to that moment of sitting on the couch laying on the couch and like the lowest of lows thinking, how in the actual hell is this over? Like, how is her life over? How did this happen? How could someone else make such an unacceptable choice? And it's just this, how, why, how, why? And as you all know me by now, I'm not a layover, lay down, give up type of person. I am a fight get up and fight. And I always have been in a lot of ways. And so laying there, it just like hit me of like, I have to tell her story. I have to help other people in similar situations. I have to raise awareness. I have to speak. I have to write it. I have to fight for her, for my beautiful Hallie, because she mattered. Her life mattered. And I set the example for her to fly. I showed her how you can be an independent, strong woman at a young age. And that was enough for her to be able to see that her worth is in the big guy upstairs. You don't put your worth in another human's hands.
0: And I think so much in the society we live in now, we can all do it. And especially for our kids, even more so now. And that's why I think the book is going to be so important as kids are growing up and they're able to read the book and and hear the message and parents talk through the message with the kids.
1: Right. Because you can set that example and you could talk to them all day long about it. But if someone is plucking their feathers, it's really hard to fly. And it gets to a point where there's not much you can do about it, right? Like they have to have that belief and foundation in themselves to be able to recognize it. So it was kind of like, how, how will I deliver this message? How will I get it out there? And you have to start it at a young age. So it's like, okay, I will write a children's book. So parents can have conversations with their kiddos at a young age about how they're treated, about their self-worth, about being kind to others, about lifting each other up, about strength that can be gained through the storms that we face. And about God, because He's there with us. He's, we have an ultimate destination that's more beautiful than we can imagine. And that's also meaning in this book around how you can prepare for that. And it's a lot about helping others when you are also going through challenges. Actually, uh, being completely transparent, this is the second time that we've recorded this podcast. It's <laughs> we re- true. <laughs> we recorded it last night. I was really tired and also I'm so passionate about this topic that I probably said too much. So we're going to try this again after having some sleep and I'm going to dial it back a little bit because there's a lot of emotion to work through whenever you have something like this happen to you. And it's not just necessarily the event that happened, but a lot of experiences that she had leading up to the event that is so heart-wrenching as a mom to, to watch.
0: Yeah. Cause I think as you're, you know, w- what we would could say is you had, you know, in those weeks following Hallie's death, you've visited with her friends at this point and heard stories about Hallie's life that we maybe didn't know. And, and now we had her phone and her computer and all these things. We were able to see things that she had written that maybe we didn't know. And so it puts some of the older parts of her life into perspective a little bit more. Now, I know it's Christmas season, if somebody's watching the video or Christmas is up in the background, but do you want to talk about Easter eggs?
1: I do. So I actually did not know what Easter eggs, as it pertains to the publishing world, meant until I was doing a final review with my publisher and walking through what some of the illustrations meant and and particular words that I used throughout the book. And he's like, oh, wow, you put Easter eggs in your book. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. And he's like, well, (laughs) that's like, there's actually, there's no Easter eggs in this book. He's like, no, it's when you put hidden meanings and you put different illustrations in there that mean something particular to you, but the everyday reader maybe would not recognize that. So I'm going to share with you the Easter eggs that are throughout the book.
0: Give you some space to work here.
1: Yeah. so
0: It's real. Page turning. You can hear the page turning.
1: The first thing that I want to share throughout the book is that there are green hearts all through the book. And green hearts to us is really directly connected us to Hallie. She passed away right after Thanksgiving. And so our first Christmas was horrendous. And we had all the kids in church and they do the little candle lighting. And I videoed it. I video and take pictures of everything, as you know. And this green heart like went across everybody, touched their face, was like flying around like a, an orb, but it was a green heart. And we instantly, it's like green hearts are our thing. And so green hearts are throughout this book. It's a little game you can play as you're reading with your kiddos. It's like, can you find the green hearts? So that's cool. So I like that. That's that's the first little Easter egg. So Hallie was born in January, and it was super cold, snowy, terrible weather. So we definitely wanted to illustrate that when she arrived, it was winter time. So you'll see the snow in the book. Another Easter egg is that uh, her grandma Vicky made her an afghan when she was born, and so you'll see that in her nest. It was pink and blue, but that really is kind of a funny story with her that I definitely want to tie into the book is she loved that afghan. And like when she was two years old, she'd start, she started eating the fuzz. Like she, like, you know,
0: you see, you pick the fuzz. I would pick fuzz off of things, but I didn't eat the fuzz. I
1: would pick it. i remember seeing it on a little like camera thing you have in the room. Like, what is she doing? Oh my God. She's eating the fuzz off that blanket. (laughs) So we ended up having to take the blanket away. So the blanket actually, I still have it. And it's like in great shape because after that it's like, well, we can't use this anymore. What are you doing? So definitely wanted to have that in there. You'll see sunflowers in the book because she absolutely loves sunflowers. Holly could also rock like anything with her hair. So like she could rock headbands and bows and she could rock different hats, any type of hat she could rock. And so immediately when she's born in the book, she's got this gold headband, which is like one of my favorite pictures of her. She's doing her Mizzou online freshman orientation. She's got a Mizzou shirt on and this big gold headband with a bow that you would not think a freshman would rock, but she could rock any of it. So she's got a headband throughout. Another thing that obviously is direct connection to Hallie is horses. So you'll see horses throughout. And then we'll talk at the end about the horses at the very end of the book, but Another uh, Easter egg is I definitely wanted to have highs and lows referenced in the book. So you'll, you'll see that as she's flying with her friends, because that was definitely something that I talked to Hallie about a lot because I knew, I knew she was going to face some lows. She was kind of up and down in her relationship where, you know, during college and she's with her friends, you could see this like joy and glow and, and then she would go to spend time with someone else and then come back and it was a low. And the choices that she was making did not align with her dreams and her goals and where she wanted to go. And so as a mom and as being so connected with your kids, you know when they are making choices that are not aligned with who they are and what they want out of life. And so I referenced highs and lows to her all the time. Like Hallie, I'm going to be there here for you no matter what through all of your highs and lows, because I knew that the lows were coming and no matter what, like I, like if you're 20 or you're 45, like I will always be here for you. And you know, I've given her that I had purchased that bracelet for Christmas that was referenced highs and lows. And of course, it came in right whenever
0: she the was day in the day that she hospital. died. Yeah. yeah.
1: And just the jewelry had this most amazing saying about the highs and lows. And it was also the very last thing that I snapped with her right before she was shot because we were talking about her shoulder surgery. And I knew that that was going to be a low for her because she was expecting or wanting someone to take care of her. And I knew that that was not going to happen the way that she imagined it to happen. And again, another cell phone texting example where it's like, yep, well, my gut was right. That's another thing. Like, I cannot say this enough as mamas. When you have gut instincts and you are so connected to your kids, trust them. I had the most awful gut instinct this entire time. And that's also heart-wrenching for me after the fact because You knew something didn't feel right, but like never in your life could you imagine that something like that she would be gone, that someone would take her life. So you're
0: doing a good job. This book's beautiful. Tells a a story of hope. We're getting to the hope part.
1: So that's why I put highs and lows in there, because that was the last thing I snapped to her. The other thing, as she's preparing to take her final flight that I had to have in there was... Her saying, don't worry about me, mama, I'm going to be okay, because that was the last thing she said to me in person, again, tied to this shoulder surgery that she had scheduled for that following week. The other thing that I want to dive into a little bit is the, the colors.
0: I don't know if you can hear it, but there's a massive amount of geese flying around the back of our home (laughs) making so much noise. So I don't know if it's coming through on the, the recording or not, but Hallie used to go out and chase the geese away. She would run at them and scream at them and chase the geese away. And they all just like showed up, like flew in and made a bunch of noise as they landed in our backyard. Sorry.
1: Oh, you're good. So the other thing that I, as you're reading the book to notice is that it starts out really colorful. And then it gets less colorful in the middle of the story. And then it gets so, so bright at the end. And I think that that's just an example of life, right? Like it's up and down and you're going to have beautiful moments and you're going to have moments that don't have much color And the specific part around where it's really, really gray is where she's realizing that someone is plucking her feathers, that someone is holding her back from flying And that is where she's in her nest with the little podium. And on the podium, it says, you don't like who I'm becoming, which is also directly tied to a message that she had in her phone directed towards the thief. And I think it goes back to the message that we have to get to our kiddos is if you, if someone is holding you back or subtly tearing you down, like that's a reflection of them. Not you, and you have to be able to recognize that and know that your worth does not come from another person. So, I, I mean, that to me is the ultimate kind of message on that particular page where it's dark and she's it's starting to come to her and she's realizing what's happening. And then she tries to help other people by sending them the same messages, and they're delivered by a paper airplane, which is a tie back to my my dad because. Holly loved love Grandpa Kenny? Grandpa Kenny, you know, my kids tell me I'm good at weird things. Like, maybe i <laughs> get, I'll get it from that your from dad. my dad. He it, um, <sighs> makes amazing paper airplanes. Like, when we were younger, it was like a thing. We made paper airplanes. One of the kids' birthday parties. We had them come, and we did, like, a paper airplane challenge. Who could make the best one? So kind of got a connection there back to my dad. But once she releases the truth then her gift is revealed and it's helping other people. And then she becomes more brighter, more beautiful than ever. And that's actually how life works. You grow facing the headwinds. You find your strength in the suck. You don't find it when everything's easy and it's like a muscle, right? Like you don't get muscles by coasting through life and you don't get strength by having an easy road.
0: I've just been so amazed since she passed from all of her friends that we didn't, maybe some friends we didn't even know about that she sat and shared her gift with. And that's kind of part of, I think when you realize too, what a special gift she had, because you didn't know some of those friends either that came forward, and said she was there with me in the right. sock.
1: And, and I think that's such an amazing gift. I'm not, I'm not great at that, but it was a realization that, She helped so many other people when they were going through struggling times. And I think part of it is because she could empathize with that. She could relate to that. And so she's willing to sit with people through that. At the end of the book, which is probably maybe my favorite part of it all, because it's such painful beauty, but I wanted to replicate the honor walk. That honor walk that we experienced was the most gut-wrenching, but most beautiful portrayal of life in that people were lying, lying, the halls and were practically holding us up as we walked Hallie to our final place. We were going to say goodbye to her and the two birds at the end of the honor walk are Chase and Summer and then on the left and right are Eric and I and Lance and Michelle And then the rest is just a portrayal of all the family and friends that were there to support us and hold us up as she revealed the most beautiful colors to all of us. And she is that forever light that I think keeps us all going. The last thing I'll say with the Easter eggs is, Kenzie did this one, which I absolutely love. Super good. But we, um, (laughs) Hallie had three different horses in her her lifetime. And so on that last page of the honor walk, we have three horses. But the one horse, she's got her leg all taped up because... Diesel, this last horse Hallie had, had a leg injury. And I mean, Hallie worked her butt off to try to get that horse back. She was back always to that up. Oh, my God. She was always going out to the barn, messing with that, trying to get her to heal. And it was just this long process. And she did get her back to mm-hmm. a great a great health. So that was kind of funny. So you have to see, look for the little bandaged leg. But I will say it's no coincidence that I nicknamed our horse phoenix it's directly tied to hallie to this book to the story her registered name is hp's legacy but phoenix definitely is going to be the purpose of the second book in the series so i just i want to hit home on a couple points of my why for this book is to let everybody know that you matter you were created by god and your value rests in him no other human I mean, my value is not in Eric and his value is not in me. We can help each other out. We can support each other. We can be in this amazing partnership together, but I'm not getting my value of who I am from Eric. It's from God. He created me for a purpose and that's what I'm going all in on. And I think, gosh, I see it over and over. Like people put their value and self-worth in other people and that's not where it comes from. The other point I want to hit home is if you... Are in a situation where your family and friends have concerns about who you were with, whether it's friends or boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, freaking listen to them. Please listen to them. Because you may be blinded, or you have no other experience with relationships to even know what good looks like, or you're so used to the teardowns that you can't see it yourself. Listen to them. Don't be hard headed and put up the walls and shut them out when it's people that love and care about you. The third point is you have got to fight through the challenges. I know this life is hard and it is challenging for so many people. And we all are going to face struggles, all of us. But if you can put on the mindset of you're going to learn from this and grow from it, and you're going to be even stronger, then you can navigate that. But don't, don't give up, fight through it. And the last thing I want to say is that we all have special gifts and sometimes Your special gift's not revealed until you really spread your wings, until you bring back water to those that are in the fire. So there are so many gifts I think people don't realize that they even have until you maybe go through something challenging and realize that how we grow and how we gain our self-worth, love, healing, all of that is through helping other people.
2: You did a fantastic job.
1: That's my why. That's why feathers matter.
0: Yeah, I think that's the most important part. That's why the book is, is written. My wife, Angie Phillips, author. So cool. Kenzie Engelbrecht did an unbelievable job on the illustrations. And if you are still asking yourself, we, we actually started shipping the books out this week. We when did. we got them, we decided to go ahead and start shipping them out because we got a lot of orders to fill. So if you'd like to get yours, you can get it in time for the holidays so that you can read it and give it as a gift at blendedblessedalwaysamess.com. You can find it on Amazon. Get it by Kindle if you'd prefer to do it that way.
1: I do have one request though. If you have purchased the book and you are going to read it to your kiddos, I would love a video of you reading it to the kiddos because I want to see, I want to see how kids react to it, but I would love it if you tagged us on social media when you're reading the book to your kiddos and I'll
0: reshare it. I love it. It's a great idea. All right. Thank you guys so much. Remember that uh, feathers matter, you matter, and we appreciate you spending time with us here at Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess. Have a wonderful week and God bless. Thank you for listening to Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and at com. Reach out to us on
1: any of our social channels. We would love to hear from you. Have a great week.